I didn't write any notes for the for the movie because we saw it in theaters, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, I'm very excited to talk about it because I had a blast. So, well, I stood up in the middle of the theater and just like stood up and turned around and waved at the like projection room. He's like, "Wait, wait, wait! Pause it! Pause it!" <laughs> I like started wildly gesticulating uh -huh. my hands. Oh wow! And I was like, "Guys, you need to stop! I need to write this down. I need to hold on. Let me Can find you go my, back. Let me find my messages app real quick." <laughs> Or my notes app is what I yeah notes because I don't need to send this as a ma guys no. just calm down I'll be done in like 15 20 minutes okay I've got can some we get notes. some lights up yeah let's just do full lights guys yeah. let's just let everyone stand up and stretch okay <laughs> we'll do this as a group I'll go up to the front don't hit me with the popcorn again young lady I don't think you would be so bold to do this Brent I'm gonna no. call it because because nope. mm -hmm. you won't tell someone nearby you to shush. I don't think you're going to stop a whole theater and turn the lights on. You're true. Uh, you're totally right. Uh, yeah. I'm a full on coward. Uh, <laughs> would not say that. Uh, I just tried to remember things in my head as I was watching the movie. Some of mm. them will make it to the show. Some of them won't. Um, totally. Will any of it be worth it? I don't know. Find out. Stay tuned. Uh, will it be any different than any other like normal 30 something white guys and uh, white and brown guys uh, podcast? Thank you. Uh, no, I don't think it'll be much different. <laughs> Maybe we're the only one, though. That's the thing. But outside of that, 30-something mm -hmm. dudes. Uh, maybe it won't be special, but it'll be us and that special. Exactly. So, Just keep it in mind. Yeah, my mom said I was. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brett, you just want to jump into it? Sure. Let's fucking do it. We are doing it, folks. Uh, I am Steven Burger Hater Fisher. And I'm Brent Chicken Cutlet Feet Hibbard. <laughs> uh, welcome to Let's mm -hmm. Talk About Stuff. Today's show topic is Spider-Man Far From Home. That's very true, and as Stephen and I have discussed off of air, um, every 100 episodes, we talk about a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> That's right. Damn straight, man. Our very first episode was on Spider-Man Homecoming, so cool. uh, along with Baby Driver, and mm -hmm. here we are 100 episodes later to discuss the newest MCU Spider-Man film, Far From Home, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I am. I am too. Uh, yeah, it came out on a Tuesday of all yeah, days. Yeah, weird. A Tuesday. Yeah. But my birthday, and, it was and birthday. someone I know did that for me. Mm, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, and uh, one other thing I want to mention. So this is episode 101, as you can see on your podcast player. And um, I know we, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're positing that we're ending the episode mm. or the, the podcast on episode 100. Um, but if you listen all the way to the very end, you know, the ruse was lifted. We're continuing the podcast. Uh, but Stephen, I've uh, I've heard from a couple of people this past week, and uh, we uh, we pulled it off. We we made people believe that we were actually ending the oh, show. Excellent. And um, but here's how I choose to look at it. I don't want to say that we pulled the wool over any of our listeners' eyes. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't want to say we trick people, but I will say we are incredible actors. I think it's more <laughs> fair to say that yeah, we pulled that it, it off. We pulled it off. Um, 
So here we are, mm-hmm. e- episode 101. And we've also talked about on previous episodes that once we get 100 episodes, you know, under our belt, you know, we'll have enough experience to uh, to be able to to be good, essentially. So mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say here on episode 101, <laughs> we're good now. <laughs> the podcast is good. Should I narrate what's happening? If you want to. Brent, Brent just took off regular glasses and put mm-hmm. on sunglasses. Hell yeah. So you know he means business. Look, episode 101, <laughs> we have no intention of stopping. <laughs> the future is so bright, I'm oh, going to wear shades. Yeah, baby. You know what? You know what? Hold on just a second. <laughs> okay, there we go. I went ahead and time traveled back to the 80s. Oh, shit. Had somebody write a song about it. Uh, <laughs> so that's the kind of quality you can expect going forward. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was coming. No, but how how could you possibly know? I saved no. it for the show. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm very happy about this. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I didn't want to end the show. We uh, some people might say that when you build up followers, like we obviously have, and you build up a hundred episodes, you shouldn't just mm-hmm. pull a prank on everybody on that hundredth episode and say you're ending it um, because you might lose people. But uh, we said, fuck that. We do our, mm-hmm. our own thing. We make our own rules in this house. Yeah. So um, hopefully people are still with us, basically. Hopefully this, this uh, paid off. Yeah. Look, in House Eltas, is it fair <laughs> to say that because we did a 100th episode and we labeled it the end and then the show notes were, join us as we say goodbye, did people immediately unsubscribe right then? Okay, yeah, sure. Of <laughs> yeah, course. Probably. Yeah. Of course they would. <laughs> But you know what? <laughs> We're just getting rid of. <laughs> We're just getting rid of all of the extra bits out there. We're we're just here for the cream. Oh. Okay. The cream of the crop here. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's what we're all about here at House Eltas. Again, the podcast is good now. Mm-hmm. So, lucky you, dear listener. Just You're along for the ride stuck now. Stuck around. One hundred episodes of just. Ugh. Just, mm-hmm. you know, like it, I can always feel the bile bubbling up <laughs> on my neck, but we're not even going to worry about it. Mm-hmm. We're episode 101, triple digits, you know, that's yeah. Yeah. Yes. We're in it. Of course. To win it. Absolutely. And I, you know, honestly, I think we've won. <laughs> we've won you podcast know? world. Yeah, absolutely. The podcast world cup, you know? Oh yeah. The boys can win too. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're not, not really, they're not very good. I think so. I think we've just won. I have to stop right here and say that Brent is wearing sunglasses, and so, you know, I see this this dark shade over his eyes. I'm used to, you know, we're, we do this on Skype. I'm used to seeing him, and it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But also, not just because I can't see his eyes, but because I can see the reflection out the window that he is sitting at his desk at, and I'm not sitting there. But yeah. I feel like I'm across from you, so I feel like there's like a weird disconnect in my mind where I'm not really a person, and I'm not even sure I exist anymore. All right. Um, hold on just a sec. Uh, hi. Uh, Code Cracker. Uh, Code Cracker, <laughs> he's found out. Uh, he, he does know that he's a simulation. He does oh, not actually exist. Oh, shit. Just keep it going. All right. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. I uh, My... Uh, landlord called um so uh what were we talking about 
I feel like I was saying I don't exist anymore. No, we were talking about the World Cup. That's what it was. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. World mm-hmm. Cup. Well, listen, folks, we are recording this late. Oh, that's not going to work. He's putting yep. his his glasses over the sunglasses. I don't think that's how it works. Uh, podcast is good now. It that's looks, how we do it. This is very strange for me to... Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this visual gag is definitely working, I'm sure, the podcast. But <laughs> I can see Brent's eyes through two pairs of glasses now. It's very freaky. Um, there we go. That's the normal. There we point. go. Let me let me transition back just go. so you know it, it keeps the excellent podcast back yeah. on course here. Absolutely. So far we're batting a thousand. So yeah, let's just keep it going. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, we are recording this late on a, on a Sunday because uh, this morning my wife Amanda wanted to watch the World Cup Championships. The final mm-hmm. game was this morning at ten when we usually record. So we woke up and did that. We got donuts and watched some uh, very skilled athletes on the field. That's right. The run. men have done it. The <laughs> boys brought it home. Another championship. Nope. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Huh? Did I misread the situation? Was, yeah, you did. Well. No dicks in that in that field, no. man. No. Not even the refs. No? I think, that, I, think I saw one coach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> and that was Craig T. Nelson, there to support. And he's acceptable. Yeah. Because he's the dad in Poltergeist, so he gets a pass. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a very exciting game. It was fun. They uh, they won two to zero against the, the Netherlands, which is nice for the USA. USA, USA. So is that how you do it? <laughs> I, think I thought so. you'd join in. You didn't join in. My dog is out now uh, behind me, and I think she was mm-hmm. joining in, which is nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, she thought mm-hmm. you were barking. I guess maybe. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like, yeah, Dad, let's do this. <laughs> There was a slight delay on your first USA. Ooh, that rhymed. And oh, okay. uh, so it, uh, it it threw me off a little bit, so I, I didn't oh, have a chance okay. to join in. But uh, sure. just for Edison, ed- editing purposes, <laughs> USA. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Yeah. I'm sure that will all, <laughs> all work out. Here's the thing. I'm going to sync up us saying USA and do it that way instead of our real sync word and just see how things play out. Is that cool? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sure it'll sound yeah. fine. Sure. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Super. Well, uh, yeah, did you watch? Are you a fan of soccer in general? I know we're not sports people, but. No, um, but uh, I am very proud of our, uh, our ladies over there uh, winning mm-hmm. the World Cup. And um, I've, uh, I've, I've more, <laughs> more or less followed them uh, pissing off the, the current president. Oh, yeah, uh, totally. You know, the, uh, hmm, what should we call him? What should mm-hmm. we call him? Uh, piece of shit, I guess. Uh, yeah. that, <laughs> the motherfucker. Um, uh, I enjoy uh, them, uh, you know, uh, making fun of him, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. just ruining his day, all, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, so That's I'm a big fan good. of that. Um, I, I honestly don't know anything about uh, sports in general, but mm. uh, soccer either. Um, when you're gotcha. texting me, you know, hey, can we push the podcast back? because uh you guys wanted to watch it i was like oh i wonder how you even do that like do you, <laughs> <how> do you <laughs> yeah it took us a little bit to find uh, a way but uh but we did and uh it was fun we hadn't been able to watch the rest of the games um like amanda couldn't at work and whatever and, and all that mm-hmm. but uh this final game since they made it there we definitely wanted to check it out and it was awesome so 
Yeah. Uh, congratulations to the U.S. women's soccer team. Um, yeah. And also, I wanted to bring up uh, a couple many topics back to the uh, the last show when we had our okay. questions and mm-hmm. our uh, dark secrets and stuff. So, yeah. uh, first off, uh, for Fourth of July, we uh, which was this last week, um, I didn't get to go to Oklahoma like I usually do for our big family fourth. We just stayed in town. And we did a pool party with a bunch of friends, which was fun. Mm-hmm. And it was at my in-laws' house, and they have a bunch of family photos that we've done over the years when we've gotten together with like the extended family uh, of all the all the siblings and all their spouses and kids and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, weirdly, the uh, the group that we were with is um, it's Josh and Sarah's uh, uh, my brother-in-law and, uh, and their friends and stuff. Um, and they're all like they all love to play like board games and they play D and D and stuff like that. So I think it's like game mentality sort of like competition. And uh, they started looking at the photos and asking me uh, who people were. They were kind of tipsy and they kept pointing at people. So it, uh, it became kind of a competition thing where like there was like one group uh, that were looking at the picture and then another group came up and it started like a whole new round of like who's who and pointing to everybody. And they obviously knew uh, me and Amanda and everything. And they would just kind of, and then Josh and Sarah, and they would kind of go from there. And it was uh, quite funny because everybody was just like really drunk and couldn't make connections and it was like calling people sisters and mothers and stuff and not understanding connections at all. But mm-hmm. one person pointed at me and they said, they looked at me and they looked at the picture and they looked at me and they said, do you still have that same hat? Now this picture is like five years old and yes, I do have not the same hat, but the same brand that I just buy over and over again because it's a blank blue hat. <laughs> And so going back to what we talked about with like not wearing logos on my t-shirts, I also don't wear anything on my hat. And I was like, wow, that's so funny that we, you and I just talked about that recently. And then Mm -hmm. this person randomly at a party noticed that five years ago I was in a family picture with the same hat. And I was like, yes, and I actually have a brand new one sitting in my closet ready to go when this one gets gross. So, uh, yeah, someone called me on it in real life as well. Yeah. Um, who barely okay. even knows me, didn't even know yeah. it. So, mm-hmm. um, and then the other thing that night cookout, uh, mm-hmm. we did at the pool party. So we did hot dogs and hamburgers and Brent, I sent you a little video that Josh recorded of me Yep. eating a hamburger. Yep. It started whenever I was already one bite in and I made it through three or four bites actually by the end of it. Um, and, uh, it was okay. Um, Josh cooked the burgers. I was kind of helping them, watching them and stuff. But like, uh, they were, I don't know, like they were fine. Uh, everybody else seemed to really like them and gave them compliments. <laughs> to me, I just don't, you know, I tried. I was like looking around and I was like, yeah, what could I add to this? And I was like, again, like we talked about like ketchup, no mustard, no mayonnaise, no. Like, so I had some like Torchies sauce left over from a taco place here called Torchies. And I like used that on it, which was nice, but it just tasted like Torchies essentially then like that sauce. <laughs> so uh, I tried it. I thought like uh, if I had made some stuff special for it, like I had talked about like bacon or whatever, that could have helped. But here's the thing. I didn't, I didn't hate it and I didn't love it. Um, and I'm not craving it or anything, but I do love to cook and I love to find recipes that uh, I like to perfect things. Like I've perfected like my French fries and my pizza and stuff like that, like over years and years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, like I kind of am in a stage that for Amanda, I would love to cook her burgers, but also like maybe I need to do something that and try to make a burger that I would actually like. That's my new goal. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna like I'm gonna make some for her soon. We'll see, but uh, I'm gonna make some bacon that night for me and get some nice cheese and like some nice buns, all the stuff, and try to try to do it up right, Stephen style, and see if there's a way yeah. that I can make a burger that I would actually like. 
So it wasn't horrible, and it's gotten me enough interested to be like, maybe there's a way, and maybe it'll crash and fail. Who knows? Crash and burn? Sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe it'll just totally fail. But that's okay. It's an experiment, and I'm kind of down for it. So, Well, look, any of the quote-unquote failed burgers that you don't like, uh, feel free to set aside. Okay. um, And, you know, whenever we come down there next time or (laughs) next time you guys come up, you know, I'll, I'll get into them, you know? Okay. Should I, I keep them on like the fridge a, or the counter? Just like a windowsill, you know? Okay, cool. I, I just want the natural UV rays mm-hmm. to just really soak in there, you Got know? It. I feel like I'm uh, communing with nature that way. Gotcha. You know? Okay, cool. A nature burger, if you will. Okay, I can make you a mm-hmm. nature burger. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hey, that sounds like a plan, and that way, you know, you don't like to waste food. No. You like you like burgers. It's like perfect. Mm-hmm. I think, and I don't want to you know waste food either. So that's like it's like mm-hmm. a win win. I think for everybody involved. Well, look. Speaking of not wanting to waste food, I ended up drinking uh, almost <laughs> all of that ranch flavored oh, Lester's Fixins <laughs> soda last week. Um, the only bit I didn't finish was like maybe the last like um, it was like an eighth inch down at the very bottom, mm-hmm. uh, just because like at that point I had this like weird like sugary film on my yeah. teeth. Yeah, and I was just like, "No, nah, I don't need this. I don't need this in my life right now." Yeah, so I, I did dump that out, but uh, otherwise I drank. I'm surprised drank most of it. So, yeah, me too. Yeah, um, we're, we're, well, we're both pretty surprised by that. Was what not, was your breath great. like afterwards? Like, would your wife kiss you? Um, no, because like immediately afterward, I went to go brush my teeth because it was just like, oh yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't be living like this. You mm-hmm. know, I can't like scratch my tooth and have like a a peppermint. <laughs> fall right out of there you know <laughs> ranch flavored peppermint i think ranch flavored peppermints would go over very well in america hey you know what you put them on your burger yeah you're, oh. you're gonna think about Perfect. making yeah that sounds mm-hmm. like a plan yeah well yeah so that's uh that's burger talk and uh not so bad but mm-hmm. um i'll let people know as as, as i experiment whether there's a, a breakthrough or not uh in this but the hot dogs i ate delicious Back to you, Brent. <laughs> hot dogs you like. Like hamburgers you don't get, but hot dogs you like. They're made with like duck lips and raccoon eyebrows. Totally. But there's something about them. I've always, someone brought that up at the, uh, at the party that mm-hmm. uh, whenever I said I didn't like burgers, and they're like, yeah, but hot dogs are made. And Amanda was like, nope, don't, we don't, we don't talk about it. Uh, and I've always been partial to uh, the film The Great Outdoors from the 80s with John Candy. And Dan Aykroyd says, you know what those are made of? Lips and assholes. And so I've just always, since I was a little kid, figured that might be true. Dan yeah. Aykroyd said it. So mm-hmm. who knows? Well, They're yeah. delicious. Here, I'm going to look it up real quick. Ingredients of hot dogs. Horse gills. Oh, wow. Cow fins. All right. Interesting. Alligator fur. All right, keep okay. scrolling. Keep scrolling here. Frog nipples. <laughs> Let's see what else does it say. Sorry, it's uh, it's loading. Oh, I had yeah, to go through yeah. a a Lycos website. That's the oh. sorry, the real truth, you know. Interesting. Yeah, infowars.lycos.com. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Platypus wings. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I can kind of taste it. Yeah. yeah. It, now you say that it. Nice little snap. Yeah. You know, whenever you like bite into it. <laughs> That's true. 
And uh, boy, there's a there's a whole lot on here. Okay. Uh, should I just do one more? Yep. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Uh, <laughs> you you you've not made up a bunch of these. You found a lot of really interesting ones. I just didn't know if there was one yeah, extra you know, interesting just, one. You know the the page is loading so slowly. <laughs> It's just like taking a while to get down there. Let's see the, you know what? Uh, I'll just pick one of the best ones. Uh, horsefly bladder. Um, that's you know. Oh wow, that's, that's, that's the next big one. So interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it there, like there's small, a whole bunch on there. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole bunch. So you know, go check it out. Right. I well, still, I don't want to. I didn't even want to know that stuff, but I'm I'm happy in my you know ignorance is bliss. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's if I had a hot dog company, that would be my slogan. Steven's yeah. hot dogs. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> that sound that sounds like a good like that would sell some hot dogs, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, last I still one, prefer it. Last one is uh, woodchuck breath. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I still I still prefer that. I still prefer the mm-hmm. mystery meat of the hot dog. Yeah. Uh, to the, the to the burger so far. I did. I do. I, okay, I'll have you back for a second and say that I did kind of understand the just like beef taste and how that mm-hmm. could be appealing. I think that's kind of what cemented in me that I wanted to like try to experiment with it a little bit because um, I was like, it's not. I, I get it a little bit from what you're saying. And I think that the the char was like okay, but they have like a gas grill and it, it doesn't really char that well in general. Mm-hmm. I, I that's why I kind of wanted to try it because I wanted to try my charcoal grill, which gives me that char flavor that i love so much better mm-hmm. than a gas grill so i was like maybe with that that would help out a little bit so we'll see we'll play around with it mm-hmm. um it wasn't it wasn't that bad so right that was right. the last thing for it but yeah so i'll keep everybody uh up to date on that as it as it goes along um we'll probably make a website and a, and a chart for it people can can follow along on my journey um it'll be an emotional roller coaster i can call it right now so um, yeah be very exciting but brent do you want to get into the main topic at hand? Uh, yeah, actually, um, real quick before we do that, uh, sure. uh, another another ingredient popped up here: albacore <laughs> tuna claws. Okay. <laughs> so it's 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 still loading, so I don't know. I might, Again, I might the, leave it the, up here, but the, like that bite, that crunch that you get yeah. when you first snap into yeah. a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all these things together. <laughs> it's all in there. It's all in there. Look it up. <laughs> It's right here in this website. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> I'll show you the literature. <laughs> footnotes? No, no footnotes. But there are notes of foots uh, in the taste. Like you oh, can yeah. taste the notes of, of different feet, feet yeah. from various animals, you know? That's true. Uh, matter of fact, speaking of which, it says uh, snake feet is one of the ingredients in here. So, Well, I think, I think it was until about... Um, 1976 when all uh the snakes stopped having feet that's when snakes stopped having feet i I believe yeah but luckily there was a big like rush to like stockpile all the snake feet oh okay gotcha you know the big like snake feet rush of 75 yeah um it was just it was a massive thing again look (laughs) it up it's in your textbooks you know you probably probably didn't even notice because you guys were asleep during high school Mm -hmm. but this happened go back to the to the index look under s for snake feet yeah, <laughs> comma, 1975, <laughs> comma, the rush of. It's in it's in basically every textbook you've ever mm-hmm. read. I mean, it's real popular. You've probably heard jokes like, ironically, the rush of snake feet. You know, it's just 
there's so many jokes back in the day. Like if you go back to the eighties, go look up some early Sam Kinison bits. It's just oh like, yeah. Uh, it's like 75% of it was about snake feet. It's like, okay. Like eventually he becomes a legend, but like early stuff, mm. it's like, come on, Sam get with it but he was a pioneer still he was, he was a pioneer yeah so he started that craze and then like it, just, it became like too too big yeah, the jokes, yeah it's, it's kind know, of like the many. same reason like it be, it's it's become hacky to make airline food jokes you know it's like mm. okay seinfeld did it we get it several several times okay yeah. fine what is the deal with airline food i don't know <laughs> but i'll listen to a joke about it <laughs> From Jerry Wait, I, Seinfeld. I don't okay, want to hear yeah, about... Okay. Yeah, not from anyone else. I thought you just did a 180-degree turn there no. from what you were first saying, but you didn't. You came back. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. did a 360. You, mm-hmm. you faked me out, basically, is what I'm saying. I did. I did. And you did an ollie at the end. Congratulations. Ooh. I'm, you know, I've said before on the podcast, I'm the only person I know that can pull off an ollie impossible. <laughs> it's easy to do. I can show you. You're the best skater I know. Yeah. Um, absolutely yeah we would do we would show people but i don't think it would record that well i don't think so either either i don't think <laughs> i don't think so either the show is good now um but you know maybe we can you know put a little something up you know we'll we'll add that with the mm-hmm. the website for the uh hot dog ingredients on gotcha. there cool. new one cool. came up Pigeon ears, obviously, that's going to be in there. You know, that's why it sounds so good when you bite into it. You know, Ooh. it's infusing your body with the hearing of a pigeon. We all know they sound or they have impeccable hearing. Mm, so it's totally. one of those things. But uh, yeah, so yes. What are we talking about? <laughs> this podcast is good now. Oh, the podcast is good now. Yeah. That's right. Never forget. Hashtag never forget. Oh, the podcast glasses is good now. On. Glasses on glasses on glasses on oh, glasses. Shit. You know, that's right. That's right. Am I, I in mean, 3D right getting now? Dark. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> I, I, have, <laughs> I have this pair. I have this pair of glasses with a, a red lens over my right uh-huh. eye and then blue over my, my left. And, you know, it's, it just happened to work out perfectly this time. So, yes, you are in, in 3D. I'm really happy about that. I think uh, technology is improving, and that's really kind of cool that we can podcast that way. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really so, is. So, anyway, zip. <laughs> let me show you snake feet you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh boy oh boy it's one of those shows yeah all right so now remember the podcast is good now so yeah you're absolutely welcome, audience. no one can complain you're welcome um <laughs> how exciting for you guys and gals um so yeah you ready to talk about some spider-man I believe so. I believe Excellent. so. So we'll do a, a spoiler-free portion, cool. I think, and then uh, then we'll uh, get into spoilers a little bit later. We will we'll give you a warning. Um, so, did you have anything eventful on your your theater viewing? We really didn't have much yeah. of anything going on. Um, we had I had some people like some young dude sitting next to me. Uh, They're probably like. 18, 19, something like that, that toward the end of the movie, they said something stupid, but I'll say that for the spoiler section. Nice. Because it's, it kind of fits with that. But, um, cool. uh, yeah, otherwise, you know, people were, were mostly quiet during the, the movie. We had a packed theater and, uh, mm-hmm. there was a lot of people laughing at the right moments and then, you nice. know, gasping at the right moments. And then, um, obviously I dressed as a giant Ninja Turtle in a trench coat, you know, <laughs> yep. masturbating at the right moments. You know what I do. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was a, a good time had by all. How about you? 
Yeah, uh, no complaints, actually. We uh, we got tickets to go to an afternoon showing on a Saturday, and I didn't know how that would be. So there would be, like, a lot of mm-hmm. kids there. Um, there's only one that I heard a little bit, and otherwise it, like, stayed quiet, which was nice. And, and you uh, we, them immediately? Yeah, absolutely. I said, yeah. fuck you, baby. And uh, <laughs> it shut right up. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was good. Uh, I, uh, it weren't people talking, weren't people on their phones. Um, there was something of note that I thought was cool, and I don't know where the people got this, but uh, Amanda got some popcorn, and the people, uh, when she was getting butter, like the, uh, your, you know, you do your own butter station thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the people next to her had these like cardboard boxes for all their kids and they were like, they had like one giant popcorn and they all just like shared it throughout. So like everybody had their own little popcorn and their own little boxes. And I was like, a man and I just both stopped and looked at them like, that's the most genius thing I've seen anybody ever do because it's so hard to get like the butter and salt and stuff you put on it, like towards like the, you know, like you only get like that top layer yeah. and the rest of the popcorn's shit basically in my opinion. And, uh, mm-hmm. that way you can spread it all out and get it all, all good and, and Hell yeah. good for you. So new, new invention I saw very happy about that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, pretty good experience. So speaking of popcorn, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. there was something that was uh, for me life changing, oh. uh, in the confectionery, uh, concessions. Mm-hmm. Um, normally we don't like we'll eat before we go see a movie and then not have to worry about it. Maybe mm. we'll get a bottle of water or whatever. Uh, because, you know, I've got 19 extra dollars. So I'm just like, you know, give me a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah. Small. Obviously small. Yeah. Um, so I can afford. So um, we went there. We're like, you know what? It's, when did we go? I think we went uh, uh, Tuesday. No, I'm sorry, Wednesday after mm. work. Yeah, that's right. And um, we had like just enough time to, we had like a, a gray area. It's like, eh, what should we do? Should we eat real quick or mm. or just get something at the theater so obviously did both uh we just <laughs> ate something real quick here at the house <laughs> they were like but we'll save room for popcorn you nice. know see the, the side item replacing uh what do you call those things uh vegetables um smart so we we go up there we're standing in line at the concession booth and my wife elbows me she's like look look ahead what i turned my head i looked i saw not only Cheetos popcorn. What? But flaming hot Cheetos popcorn. What? <laughs> what in the world? I love flaming hot Cheetos. Oh man. Okay. Regular Cheetos, I'm kind of so-so on. Oh you really? Know? Yeah. If I have a bag of Cheetos, you know, I'm splitting those with my dogs just because it's like, eh, all right, you know. Wow. We'll just, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll share them around. Not flaming hot Cheetos. Those are mine. Mm. All of them. All yeah. of them. I if I see a flaming hot Cheeto on the street that's been ran over by a semi truck, I'm licking that pavement. You best believe. <laughs> yep. I love it. I just love it so much. They've nailed the spiciness of the Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I honestly, I, I tried them like years ago, but I haven't mm-hmm. in a long time. Uh, I'm a big like regular Cheeto fan, uh, both the like, the puffs oh. and the crunchies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now, yeah, I think I should try some uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos sometime. I think so. Too. I think so. Um, just don't rub your eyes after you uh, dig into them. Do you? We've all, you do we've jerk all off the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's good, good. yeah. That's the next level of Pepper Jack right there. <laughs> <laughs> pepper jack in it sweet yeah yeah cool all right um but essentially what it is it's like they've got their popcorn machine they've taken a a family-sized bag of flaming hot cheetos dumped it in there and just kind of like mixed it around oh, so you have okay. some in there right um but i don't care it was still good that sounds it perfect for you yeah and we got like a it only comes in one size it's like the small a little bit on the expensive side, but you know we're we're at the movies. Yeah. So uh, went all out, spent uh, ninety seven dollars on this tiny little tub of popcorn, sure. um, and uh, it was discounted too. And 
but it has like flaming hot cheetos mixed in with the popcorn mm-hmm. and it was just like the perfect ratio and it was like the perfect amount um because you know if i get like a medium popcorn you know a medium here, here in america is like the size of a propane tank yeah i'm not trying true. to eat all that popcorn my mouth's <clears throat> gonna be all dried up you know mm-hmm. i'm just gonna be asking people around me for chapstick you know not my wife we don't like to share chapstick but you know people not. around me yeah excuse me sir do you have do you have chapstick <laughs> sir i know the movie's playing but if you give me chapstick i'll stop talking steven's not gonna shush me <laughs> he's get, not even here do you <laughs> steven please i'm telling a story <laughs> i like how but you no. shushed me <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no compunction about shushing you. <laughs> Never a stranger, though. <laughs> well, two things to this. Uh, first, yeah. I didn't know what you were going to say. I thought it was going to be like essentially the the flaming hot Cheeto dust on popcorn. You mm-hmm. know, kind of like a, kind of like when you get like the tubs of popcorn like around Christmas time and stuff, where they have like the the three like the regular, the caramel corn, and like the cheesy one. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, that's a weird like <clears throat> cross promotion that they would like give them like the the flavoring for that essentially. But also, I feel like you uh, this could be like a new thing. That you could just bring like a little bag of flaming hot Cheetos and get some popcorn and then like do your own, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, if you want, I'm I mean, sure like, if it was good enough. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Actually, you know what? Yeah, just that is a better way to go because <laughs> the uh, be cheaper. The, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it only comes in one size, like I yep. said. And uh, yeah, you know what? You might as well just bring a family size bag sure. of flaming hot Cheetos with you and just eat those loudly in the theater. I'll be fine. That that too. You could just do that. Yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Damn the man. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> I just really wanted to linger that we don't care. We bring our own shit in the theater. That's right. Ooh. Speaking of lingering. <laughs> Did you fart? No. You said bring shit in the theater. Oh. Okay. So the and yeah. that's the lingering and then it smells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Now do we're all caught up. I no. wouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, no. so I'm going to go through the, the cast list and stuff, if you don't yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. So this, was, again, was directed by no, John Watts. No spoilies. No, no spoilies. Oh, okay. Good call. Uh, mm-hmm. Double check me. Um, yeah. This was, again, directed Wolverine by... is in it. Batman it, is in it. You said no spoilies. <laughs> oh, I thought we were in spoilers now. Sorry. No, we're not doing not it. Attention. Don't do it. I blacked uh, out for a second. Which Batman, though? All of them. Oh, my God. That's the, that's the multiverse. <laughs> Join Adam West in his final appearance. <laughs> Um, it's a real like Weekend at Bernie's type of movie. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't expect it. Sorry, spoilers oh again, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So they take Peter Quill's <laughs> cassette player. <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. All right. So this was directed by John Watts, who had done the uh, the first uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was written by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers. I don't remember, but I feel like they were involved in some way in the first one. Yeah, I think Chris McKenna we've talked about a little bit. Hmm. Okay. Uh, he did uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and okay. um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, he was okay. uh, part of as well. So then he did, he did Homecoming and uh, then this new one. So he came back as well. We've got uh, Tom Holland back as Spider-Man, Sam Jackson, Zendaya, Kobe Smulders, uh, John Favreau back as Happy, which made me happy to see him. Uh, uh, let's see who else we got. Um, Marissa Tomei back as uh, Aunt May and Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Yeah, 
So yeah, I, yeah that's that's pretty. You keep it light like that. That's easy. I enough. think so. No I think so. Uh, for people who have not seen the movie yet but intend to. Of course, you should go see it, you know, one way or yeah. the other. Definitely see this movie. I had a, a ton of fun watching it. Mm-hmm. But there is a both a mid-credits and post-credits scene, so stick mm-hmm. through for those. Uh, that, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to say anything about okay. it. Okay. I'm not even going to hint about it. Oh like a God. hint of flaming Hot Cheetos in your Warren Theater popcorn. <laughs> Come to Regal Cinema. <laughs> Wait, what? Get some goddamn flaming Hot Cheetos in your popcorn. <laughs> Hashtag ad. <laughs> Hashtag ad. Dumb West has been resuscitated to play Batman. It's Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> what if there was like a secret, like DC Marvel movie merger that just happened, and like one one time that was like the big thing that happened in the credits is like fucking Batman showed up. Oh, like I'd be like, what? Not, not actors that have played in no in, in both straight up characters. So, it just like threw everybody for a loop, and they're like, you mm-hmm. know what? We're gonna join forces. DC doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, uh, they're just part of the MCU now. We're, we're just know, a little bit of men. There was a uh, a character in the comics, like from a few years back, like in the uh, the mid to late two thousands, that um, they would reuse over and over in like both. Like if there was like crowd scene, there would oh, be yeah. this um, uh-huh. this red like freckle faced. Or red-haired, freckle-faced like guy that mm. would show up in scenes of like both or whatever. Like sometimes he was a cop, and then sometimes he was this other thing. But it was like that was the guy that kind of showed up in in both uh, Marvel and DC comics. Yeah, weird. For yeah, whatever reason, it's just like a fun thing. So they are connected by this one dude, essentially. A little bit, yeah. So or at least he's like a dimension traveler. Could be. Could, could be, be. Yeah. Could he's be. He's the linchpin of it all. You know. Well. Yeah. Brent, did you have anything to say, pre-spoilers, about what you thought about the movie? Yes. So this movie, um, as we're walking out, anytime we go see a Marvel movie, my wife likes to ask me, as on our walk back from the theater to the parking lot, mm-hmm. um, she asks if I enjoyed it or not. And sometimes she doesn't even have to ask me because I just have, I'm grinning ear to ear or whatever. Sure. And uh, she asked me this time if I liked it, and I was like... You know what? I I really liked it, but I kind of don't know where I'm at now. So mm. let me let me let me couch it like this. So I saw it on Wednesday night, and I've had uh, we're, here we are Sunday night, and I've had several nights to kind of reflect back on it. Sure. And um, it's one of these movies where it's like there's there's not a lot of like subtext really. Like the movie is what it is, mm-hmm. but me as a longtime Spider-Man fan, you know, I kind of saw some uh, some some curves coming here and there. Um, but that didn't really detract from the movie mm-hmm. necessarily, but, um, there was just like different connections that I, I saw, I was, I was really kind of hooked on the spectacle of yeah. the movie itself when I first watched it. And it wasn't until later that I was reflecting on the different relationships within the, the franchise and what certain things mean and, you know, consequences of where things can go in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hasn't been until recently that some of those things have like set in and I was like, man, I really, really fucking like that movie. So, oh, cool. okay. um, awesome. as far as like, here's where I'm at with the MCU, right? So we've had so many consecutive good Marvel movies mm-hmm. and uh, it's not to say that like each one is going to be someone's favorite necessarily. Like you were kind of, um, 
you're a little bit like somewhat iffy on on Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that you you hated it or anything, but you know it, it took maybe a couple of views before it really kind of clicked for you. I mean, I a girl superhero? I don't know about it. Whatever. Go ahead. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally though. Yeah, the yeah. movie itself. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, it's to the point now where there are so many good MCU movies that come out on a regular basis. That I've stopped like trying to make a top three or top five MCU mm. movies, and I've <laughs> I've gotten spoiled to where I'm like, yeah, that movie is great, as it should be. Yep. <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much good it. job for doing what you're supposed to, Marvel. Uh-huh. Next. Yep. Next movie, give me it. <laughs> that's definitely how I I'll felt after Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, like this one came so, so close in the heels of that one. It was like, yeah, give yeah. me, give me more and make it awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yep, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then next, keep shoveling them <laughs> in my mouth like Cheetos. Exactly. Flaming hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm also spoiled and that this is the third consecutive good Spider-Man movie. Mm. So we've got Homecoming. We've got Into the Spider-Verse animated, but still it's a movie. Yep. Eat shit. If you don't want to. Oh, wow. Uh, or if you don't want to accept it. And then uh, finally, Far From Home. So it's, yeah. I mean, the, the, the quality's there. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I, I couldn't even tell you at this point what my top three MCU movies are. Mm-hmm. Especially with, you know, having seen Endgame now. Like, where, what, I feel like I need to pair that with I Infinity know, you have War. to, like, pair them up almost. And that's two, that's two of them. Yeah. You know? Two out of the three. Yeah. I'll it's say this. So epic. Obviously, number one, Thor the Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's everybody's number one. Everyone's number one. Yeah. Number two, Angley Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one that ties it all together. Absolutely. And finally, yep. the Dolph Lundgren Punisher. Okay. So I you do it. have you top know, three. It yeah. You did Absolutely. it. Wow. Mm-hmm. You didn't even yeah. expect it. Wow. Well, yeah, I, uh, I'm with you. It's like there's so many good ones, and it's hard to um, – it's almost like I, I have to pull them out and just their story arcs for each character. Like there's like the Iron Man and the Cap and Thor and like all these different things, and then there's the connections and stuff. And now mm-hmm. like the Spider-Man or whatever, and we'll see what else comes about with the other ones. But uh, it's almost like there's like too many, but they are – there is like a definite level of like I just expect quality now. And you better give it to me, Marvel. You know, like, I'm with you with that. And, Look, uh, yeah. Once one of these movies, like, really eats shit, like, really, yeah. like, Batman versus Superman level of eat shit. Yeah. Which... Twitter. Twitter won't stand for it. <laughs> yeah. It will be decimated. I can't even imagine that world, though, right? Like, I can't yeah. imagine. Like, even Thor the Dark World is, like, it's just not impressive. It's not that, I don't know, like, it wasn't like a train wreck. Like some right. of the DC stuff has been, you know, mm-hmm. um, and at this point, it's just so hard to figure that they could come out with something that I would really hate in the Marvel universe. So yeah, and that was in Phase Two, and they were just like, okay, okay, just shake it off, shake it off. Yeah, okay? totally. Like the upcoming upcoming Taylor Swift song will say, shake it yeah. off. <laughs> um, we're just going to just start being awesome all the time now. Yeah, uh, let's move forward to Phase Three, and. Um, they they yeah pretty much have succeeded. I think yeah. phase three is the best <laughs> phase. I know it's going out on all consistently. Land. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, yeah the most consistent. Also, Spider Man showed up in phase three in Civil War. Yep. right. 
He's had five major appearances. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. Maybe spoilers for <laughs> where the fourth or the fifth one is. Mm, I'm sure you can pick up on the, mm. the hint. Um, uh, rhymes with Schmin game. So <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> Solid. Yeah, we'll never pick up on it. Again, subtext, subtext. Um, what did uh, what did you think? Like I said, I, I really enjoyed this. I don't know where it's going to be at with everything. Um, it's just kind of swirling around in a uh-huh. uh, an awesome soup for yeah. me at this point. Yeah, there you point. go. I think that's mm-hmm. a great point. I think that they're, like, the, the the way you said that, like, there's just so many good ones now. That really makes mm-hmm. sense to me. Um, I had a, a fucking blast during this movie. Um, oh, okay. I, like, like you said, I was smiling from ear to ear the entirety of that movie. I yeah. thought it was uh, very... Um, it's the same kind of thing. Uh, like the first movie, Homecoming, had been talked about as like a John Hughes esque sort of vibe that they were going for with like the teenager stuff. Yeah, and I felt like this connected with that all over again. Like you had you had all the stuff that um, was like really, um, like emotional like connections and stuff like relationships and friendships and stuff. Like you had all this cool stuff in there that was just seems kind of it, it, it would seem out of place from a superhero movie maybe 10 years ago or whatever right mm-hmm. but now it feels like it's exactly what i love it has this great balance of like action and spectacle with like mm-hmm. heartfelt moments and and like teenage angst and stuff like it, they really balance everything very well they uh i i fucking love tom holland as spider-man oh, and yeah. as peter i think he's perfect for that role and he's just like so fucking charming to watch on screen and it's just like uh, I was comparing it to some of the other ones that we've had, uh, you know, like McGuire mainly. And I was just like, man, there's just like he's just so much better. He's just so much more in tune with the Peter that I had in my mind, I guess. Um, yeah. And even me not being like a huge like Spider-Man comics fan and like I watched the cartoon, but like a ton like you, he just like fits something. He just fits it really well. So really dig that. I thought uh, the direction of this movie was really great. And uh, really just like, the, yeah, like you said, the spectacle was just, it was just awesome. It was just really fun. Um, you didn't have to think a ton during it. And, but I think that was like a really, I think you needed a little bit of levity after Endgame. And oh, yeah. I think they really pulled that off as well. And it was mm-hmm. a, a great cap to uh, phase three as well. So. Oh, too soon. I know, I you know. You said cap. Too soon, <laughs> too soon. Um. The differences were stark. <laughs> I see what you did. I see what you did there. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, trying to come up with one for uh, Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, I, I got know, nothing. Yeah, really got nothing. Uh, ooh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so um, speaking of spectacle, um, and again, we're not in spoilers yet, but I do want to say, and, and obviously this is in the trailers and stuff. Um, but Mysterio, yeah, costume design, holy yeah. shit, yeah, just straight out of the comics, just That's straight out of the comics. This, this is how far we've come. Okay, we can have Mysterio. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Rocket Raccoon is one thing. Obviously, Mysterio is another. Like, obviously, you know, a humanoid raccoon is more of the stretch. But also, mm-hmm. we've we we're still kind of in the era of making um, uh, humanoid comic characters like. There's still like um, a bit of an aesthetic change to yeah. some of the the character designs. Not for this. They're like, oh, you want Mysterio? You got Mysterio. Guy busts out his his little drawing pad. It's like, what you think about this? 
And he's like, you didn't draw anything. You're just holding up a literal comic book. <laughs> he's like, I so, know, yeah, bitch, yeah. that's what we're going with. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm so glad that they, they went with that. Um, I, as I was watching the movie, I was like, man, I wonder what Mysterio would look like back in the day. Like if this was like circa, um, like X-Men, X-Men one, uh-huh. Spider-Man one, you know what he would look like. And he'd be like, um, he'd be all like black clad. Mm-hmm. He'd have like, like half a, it, it'd be like a jester's mask, but it'd be like mirrory or mm-hmm. whatever. It wouldn't be a visual. I'll tell no, you that. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Wouldn't have a cape. <laughs> Special yeah. effects would be so so, you know. But uh yeah, man, I was I was so happy with the uh the visual direction of Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll and I'll save some more Mysterio talk for once we get into spoilers. But um uh I'm trying to think of uh anything else I can can discuss without uh delving into spoilers. Do you have, have to anything? Jump into it. No, I don't think I have much until we uh because I already Oh, I'm going to edit it out, but I already broke through that spoilers barrier on accident just getting excited about this movie, so. Yeah. You ready? But you edited that out, so. No, yeah, well, I, yeah, so nobody heard it, but I'm talking about it now, so people know I did, and I can't hold it in. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's trying to. He's wiggling in a seat. He can't hold it in. Yeah, so do you want to you wanna get us uh, to some spoiler talk? Oh, more than anything. Excellent. Um, yeah. So from here on out, spoiler talk, be warned. So, Brent, um, gosh, where to start? The opening, in memoriam thing, yeah. uh, like that video, it was like touching but weird. And then when it pulled back <laughs> and it was the fucking like TV station, I, I did that in high school. I was part of like the TV crew. And I the fucking, AV club. yeah, like AV club. I fucking busted yeah. up laughing when that happened. I was like, I would have fucking made this thing. That is so fucking funny. I love well, that. But like the, the the very beginning opening like of the movie oh, is that's true. Um, Nick Fury and uh, Maria Hill like walking out in the desert somewhere. Or there's some destruction, and that's where we see the shot of Mysterio showing up in the trailer, mm-hmm. and um, he says whatever he says in the. You trailer. don't want any part of this. You don't okay, want any part of what this. he says in the trailer. What. <laughs> You're like, no, I need to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, who's on first? Um, and uh, yeah, so then it like it cuts to the, the Marvel logo. But of course, you know, in the in the tradition of Iron Man, there's there's so much Iron Man in this movie without Tony Stark or Iron Man being in it. Mm-hmm. In the tradition of Iron Man's Iron Man 3's Marvel logo with Eiffel 65's blue Oh, yeah. Zabadi. <laughs> in parentheses. Uh, we have the Marvel logo, the Marvel Studios logo, I should say, with Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Perfect. Yeah, it's a cover uh, oh. from Dolly Parton. You like the Dolly you know? one, okay. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, like both Dolly? are good. Both mm-hmm. are good. But, I mean, you know, Dolly Parton wrote it. I feel it's fair to give her credit. Fair enough. Yeah. Um... And uh, I was just like, man, this seems so strange. Like, and, the, and then it has like the photos come up of of Tony and uh, you know any other characters that we may mm-hmm. have lost in Endgame. Wink. Yeah. Because <laughs> we didn't spoil it here. Um, speaking of which, real quick, uh, my wife said that her trainer and his wife were going to go see Spider Man, uh, the new Spider Man. And she's like, oh, did you guys go see Endgame? They're like, no. Why? She was like, wait, what? What? 
<laughs> you gotta go see that. And again, he's like, we didn't see Justice League either. I don't get the. I don't get it. What does it matter? <laughs> that's a, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. They're gonna yeah. be maybe a little lost. Maybe yeah, a little I'm, bit. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how that uh, how that ends for yeah. them. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, there are people out there. These Good people, luck. Yeah, they're the ones keeping Avengers Endgame from surpassing Avatar. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you motherfuckers need to mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Before Spider Man. That's true. Holding it back. <sighs> These people. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, oh yeah. So so Peter's uh, or uh, the 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 opening thing, like you said. Um, you know all the, the the photos and the music and everything. I was like, man, this seems like. Um, a tonal for uh-huh. for Peter to put this together, but then when it's revealed that it's the AV Club, I just I was laughing my ass off. And so I'll point out that the dude that's sitting there with uh, with Betty, mm-hmm. um, that is the same guy who is in Bumblebee. So when I saw oh. him, I was like, oh, I like this movie already. Nice, it's got that Bumblebee connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like, when does Bumblebee show up? Yeah, the next sequel. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I thought that was really funny, and that that's something I started to say in the uh, the non spoiler section as well. Is that this movie uh, is not just like the the John Hughes like heart stuff; it's like that humor that they inject mm-hmm. in this movie as well. Uh, part of the reason I was smiling the whole time is it's just so fucking funny, and everybody is like they had so many different people. Like Zendaya was was great in it um, mm-hmm. throughout the movie, being really funny. Um, uh, his I forgot his uh, Ned right his his man in the yeah. chair. Uh, mm-hmm. was, was funny all over again and stuff. Uh, and then Peter is always charming and, and his awkwardness and everything as, as Peter. So, um, yeah, it was just all around very good. And that start like that, it was really cool. Cause I remember it started with that Sony logo and it goes straight into that scene. And I was like, where the fuck is the Marvel logo? And yeah. then it does that quick thing. And then it goes in and I was like, Oh, okay. And that song came on, like just the way it played, it just set the tone for the whole movie to me. Yeah. Uh, and such a great way. It was, it was a great start. Yeah. Ooh, a Love great it. Stark. There you go. There we go. <laughs> We're in spoilers now, baby. Um, <laughs> I did think that it was funny that, uh, I guess not funny, but like interesting is a better word. I'm going to try to use these new words now. No, that okay. the show's good. I'm, uh, oh, I'm going to use some different words now and then. Excellent. Um, oh, that's a good one. Write that down. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. X, X, E, oh, fuck. You I'll just remember it. it. Look it up I'll later. Just, yeah, fine. Uh, hey, Siri, uh, remind me to look up uh, whatever Stephen told me to look up. Anyway, um, so I thought it was interesting that um, obviously Tony was there, and Tony is the um, he's kind of the I mean he's, he he's the the face of like superheroes in in the mm. MCU, right? Like he's mm-hmm. he he was this billionaire. So he's like a pop culture figure, but he was also like a leading superhero. Obviously, he he died, so um, you know the 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 world will mourn. But also that um, Cap was essentially lost in mm-hmm. in uh, the the final uh, battle of Thanos. Um, spoilers for Endgame, um, but uh, he he didn't really die. But like to the populace at large, yeah, like. Sure. They, they think he died. Um, same thing with Black Widow. Um, I don't know. I just I thought that was an interesting approach to it, um, mm. especially since the movie focuses so heavily on Peter's relationship with 
Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. I like that there was a little nod in there to uh, to Cap and Natasha as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Vision was in that. Uh, oh yeah, that thing right. too. Vision, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, I think that was probably it, right? That they had uh, on there. That's all I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I don't remember. So from there, it just kind of like jumps into into the story, right? I guess it just goes where they're. I don't remember really what happens next. Um, I don't know. Should we just what I want to talk to. Yeah. Should we we just read the entire Wikipedia entry? Super bad this. Let's do it. Scene by scene. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. I I guess what else do you have? uh, What else do you remember? We can just do that, I guess. So I remember that there's not a scene of Peter stopping people in like a banquet hall in his Iron Spider costume like there is in Mm. the trailer. Yeah. Um, Do you remember that at all? No, I was going to go back and watch him actually after this. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see how it plays out now. Yeah, um, but I didn't really mind it. Like, I had heard about that ahead of time. Like, mm-hmm. that scene wasn't in there. Um, and I can kind of see where it fits at the beginning of the movie, but um, I don't know. It, it, obviously, it didn't need to be in there. I mean, the movie moves at a, a pretty good pace, yeah, I think. I thought so, too. Um, I think there's a, a good amount of action in this, but there's also, like, a good amount of characters interacting mm-hmm. and... Um, some really like touching moments as well. And that's one of the best things that the Marvel studios movies do is sure. their movies about, you know, brightly colored superheroes and, and whatnot, but there's also a lot of heart in these. And I think, um, the, the Spider-Man movies in particular, um, or essentially any scene with Spider-Man in it, um, has a lot of heart to it as well as, you know, comedy and, and action. But, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's probably one of my favorite things. Also, I you know was thinking about this today um outside of the comics this is my favorite version of Peter Parker um because you know it, like Tom Holland is great like you said mm-hmm. but also in the first movie he likes Liz Allen second movie he's going after Mary Jane both movies in this canon they're both black girls and mm-hmm. I was like yeah yeah you Brent's get it. like I yeah. get it, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm married to a white lady uh, who's who's very nice. And um, very white. Yeah, like she, just pale. She, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, she's the color of the sun. Um, <laughs> but very nice. Yeah, yeah. But she the, tans well. But the fury of the sun. Oh yeah, that's, as well. the, that's the main thing. Yeah, that's yeah, the Nick like. fury yeah. of the sun. She's mm-hmm. kind of the the hot Cheetos of Brent's world. She's the flaming hot Cheetos of yeah. love. I tell you that. That's right. Damn mm-hmm. straight. Right. Shout out to Brady. That's um, right. <laughs> but yeah, you're all about that, so that's that's for sure. And both. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's again, they're young but attractive. Like Peter, it's like he's going for he's mm-hmm. swinging swinging for the fences, you know. That's right. So gotta go for it. Zendaya, it's fucking funny, man. Oh I thought my God, she, she's so good. I don't really know her work because she was was she like a Disney person or whatever, or a Disney Channel person? I can't remember like where she came from. Yeah, she was on like a couple of Disney Channel shows, um, but I don't. Yeah, but remember what they were called. But but yeah, I mean yeah, she's and this. She's great. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a, a lot of the like Disney Channel stars. She was well, some of them. Um, they're they're able to like grow up and move on into mm-hmm. like film and whatnot. Like kind of like uh, Zac Efron and uh, sure. uh, the Baywatch movie, obviously number one. Mm-hmm. Um, number one. Uh, second movie, Ted Bundy one. Yep. Third movie, <laughs> High School Musical three. Ironically. <laughs> What a weird filmography. Wow, when you play it yeah. out that way. It's very strange. So strange. So strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, so I thought she was great. Um, and I liked their uh, like their chemistry and stuff throughout the movie and uh, his plans getting foiled by all of that. Uh, speaking of like time foiling everything with the... the they, they call it the blip officially. I don't remember yes. if that was 
talked about uh, elsewhere in the MCU yet? No, this is the first time that it's been named. Okay. But, um, and I'm not crazy about the name, but I Neither am I. fucking in love with what they've done with like respect with like explaining it. I don't know, like some some people out there are confused by it. Like I, I was listening to a, uh, a, a a very popular like comic book podcast that were uh, talking about this movie, and um, they were they seemed confused by the, the time jump and like who ages and who doesn't. It's pretty simple to me. Like, yeah. if you were snapped away, you didn't age because you did. Yeah. Um, everybody else continued to age. There was a five-year gap. So the people that were still alive, they've aged five years. People who were brought back were not. Yep. Um, pretty it's pretty simple. Forward, right? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I follow right. that. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing is uh, <laughs> the the footage they used of the, the, the marching band disappearing. <laughs> Coming back yeah. five years later in the middle of a basketball game yeah. and just <laughs> causing a ruckus. Holy shit. That was so fucking funny. Yeah. So I, I wasn't a fan of the name either. And I know that they've been pressing like they haven't really like it, it's like fans called it the snap. And then Marvel yeah. hadn't really been on board with that. And it makes sense uh, again, because like you said, like people wouldn't really know. Like they wouldn't know what happened to Cap really. That he would just have disappeared. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nobody knows really about the snap itself. Like that wouldn't have probably you know, spread as, as much as a, as a term, whatever there, but the right. blip just like the snap just feels so like natural. Cause it's what we actually came up with as fans and stuff. And that just yeah. feels like there's like trying to do it, but I, I get that they needed to call it something else. That's fine. Yeah. But I did love the inventiveness with that storyline, not only like the showing this stuff, like how people came back, but also like how they, um, just explain that and stuff. And like Mary, uh, not Mary Jane, but, uh, Aunt May is part of like this group to like rehouse people that lost their homes and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. and they talk about that. And then my favorite one is the teacher, Martin Starr, <laughs> when he's like, my wife faked that she, she blipped, found her married to another dude years later. Oh my God. That was so fucking funny. Like just the, like those little details they put in were really, yeah. really great. Yeah. And he was trying to get Peter to watch their like, wedding video yeah. or something like that on the plane yeah. like, oh good we have a dual plug we can watch it together yeah. <laughs> it's so weird so weird um so yeah funny. he was good jb smooth was good um yeah. jb smooth is a character from like a not even like a marvel movie he's from a like a and was it like an audi commercial or something like that where oh yeah it's from like the the homecoming press um, event or whatever, mm. like the marketing for oh, that. Okay. He was like Peter's um, driver's ed teacher or something like that. Oh yeah, and they just liked him so much that they brought him back so for this movie. So nice. yeah, he's like a character that originates from a car commercial. I yeah, guess. but it works. Strange, he's, but yeah, he's good. It, yeah. Fun. Oh man, it was so good. I I love that he kept calling like all the 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 monsters and everything witches. Yeah, he's so convinced <laughs> he kept, that it was he's like a witchcraft. science teacher or whatever. But yeah, like was a man of science, witches. <laughs> that was pretty Um, good all right so let's see um i i also want to talk about the uh the happy and may relationship Uh i like anytime they were on screen together they were just like they were just like two young kids yeah i don't know if in love is the right word but you know kind of like that that feeling yeah yeah yeah, just kind of smitten with each other a little bit it was cute um so so that was a lot of fun and then uh, when peter's already out of the country and then um I guess May calls him or he's on the phone with May one yeah. way or the other. And then, uh, he hears happy in the background or whatever. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, I guess he was eating May's lunch or something like that. 
Uh, I don't know. It's just a just a really fun interaction, and then of course, Happy's interaction with Peter later down the road um, when uh, when Peter uh, gets picked up in that that like flower field or whatever, and mm. Happy and and Peter um, reminisce over, uh, or I guess bond over um, Tony being gone, yeah, and uh, and and Happy getting to see Peter kind of take over the the mantle of uh, of Tony Stark in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that quite a bit. And I like that. I like, I know like in the real world here, people have been talking about like once Robert Downey Jr. is done with the role of Tony Stark and Iron Man, like who's going to step in there? Are they going to replace him or, or what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. And I think for the MCU, I think it's good to just let Tony Stark stay dead. Like I was so worried they were going to have brand new footage that Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. filmed for this movie. Yeah. Even if it's like, a flashback or Didn't like a, a vision of, of something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I feel like w- that story is finished. Mm-hmm. This is a, a, an epilogue to that story Sure. and helping the audience kind of get through the loss of that character, which sounds cheesy, but I think that's kind of what they were going for. And I think they succeeded. Um, Agreed. But I, I'm so glad that, the the footage that they did use was existing footage just like over to the side of you know tony Stark giving that barf presentation Mm -hmm. in civil war oh you didn't realize jake gyllenhaal was over there with his shaven ass you know hanging off to the side (laughs) you know um and then you know magazine covers and whatnot that we've seen in in previous movies but um yeah I'm, i'm 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 really glad they didn't add new robert downey jr footage to this yeah that's a good point also, um, I guess continuing what I, I meant to say earlier, um, I'm glad that they let Peter kind of pick up the reins from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's not really like he both is and isn't the new Tony Stark in a way, you mm-hmm. know, like he's still kind of like he picked up the reins of being the science superhero. Yeah. Um, and, and I think he would have gotten there eventually, but having Tony Stark's like pre-built you know, technology there, helping him design a new suit and, sure. you know, go all, go through all this stuff certainly helped Peter, you know, step up. But I feel like by the time we get to the end of this movie and especially, you know, that mid credit scene, like Peter is a fully established superhero. Like I feel like phase four onward is kind of Peter's uh, or Spider-Man's mm-hmm. um, hero phase. Like in, in Civil War, he was essentially... Uh, Tony Stark's sidekick homecoming was um, him going out on his own. So it's like Batman leaving the bat. Or I'm sorry. Uh, Robin leaving the bat cave and going mm-hmm. out to be his own superhero. Um, and then let's see, what are we on? Uh, Infinity war. Again, it's just like a, a team up with his idol um, in game is saying goodbye to the idol. And uh, you know, this movie is him picking up the reins and sure. becoming his own full fledged superhero. And so uh, that makes me think I, I'd, I'd seen some tweets where people were talking about this versus the other Spider-Man 2s that we've had, uh, mm-hmm. spe- specific, specifically uh, Tobey Maguire's because, what? This is the third Spider-Man 2 that we've had, yeah, right? which yeah. is crazy, crazy to um, say. But like Maguire's is like still regarded as a good movie. And even you and I had said like out of that series, that's the one we would watch again. Like it still is yep. pretty epic and stuff. And mm-hmm. that, um, was it that one that he also has like his first thing about like he like throws away the suit? 
I feel yeah. like that was that one, right? So like the, yeah. he has that like that that struggle with the you know the great responsibility thing, whatever. Um, and I think this arc was much more subtle and and very good. That he's like, I'm just 16 years old. Like I don't like I like that they catch him like in high school, especially yeah. after the snap and stuff. That that's like an interesting thing that he's with his friends and everything. Um, but I like his arc that he's like doesn't want to accept this. He's like, I'm not ready for this especially after losing Tony. Like, I think that that relationship has really strengthened the Spider-Man role so much Mm -hmm. versus the other movies. Like, having that mentor and having him be a part of this whole, like, MCU has been a much more interesting arc for Spider-Man as a character versus those standalone movies before. Mm -hmm. And so it's been a lot more intriguing to see. And I think they handle it a lot better in these. Like, it's much more intriguing or interesting to watch that now and see him in this movie, like, go through those stages and kind of come into his own and realize his mistakes and that yeah. he can like has to come back from that because there's no one there like tony's not there to save him anymore and right. i loved his interactions with happy on the plane where he, they were talking about tony and stuff like you said um and how he was saying you know like tony always second guessed everything he did you know and like kind of showed him that um you know what tony meant by picking him and like mentoring mm-hmm. him and stuff like that so it was just yeah. all very good i think it was very very well handled and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I just really like the direction they've gone with that. And I'm glad that Happy – I didn't expect, like, John Favreau, like, directed the first Iron Man. He, he like, started this whole thing off, basically. And he did yeah. Iron Man 2. But, like, I didn't – and I know he's been, like, executive producing, but I never expected, like, Happy as a character to stay in so much. And I've been know, so yeah. glad. Every time he shows up, I just I just get happy. I love John Favreau uh, yeah. a whole lot. And I think uh, I like this new thing with he and, and Aunt May. I think it's really fun, mm-hmm. and um, and it's it also feels very fluid how it's like kind of happened, how they met each other and stuff. Yeah. So I'm I'm really glad that he keeps showing up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, and going back to your point about Tony Stark or Tony Stark not being there to save Peter, like n- no one is really like. Yeah. Like we mentioned, like Iron Man, Cap, Black Widow, they're all off the table. Um, they say Thor's the off world. Yeah, Thor's off world. Captain Marvel. Don't invoke her name. Um, yeah. They you don't know, mention like, Hulk, right? But no, yeah, like he's there somewhere. Yeah. yeah, but other than yeah. that, and he's he has a damaged arm, which I think we're That's just gonna true, have to yeah. say like in-game spoilers for this whole episode too, because it's hard to talk about anything yeah. now. But uh, it's, so it's maybe so he's still yeah. he's still like healing or whatever, doing his own thing. Who knows? But yeah, he doesn't really have yeah. anybody else. Yeah, it's Vision's right. gone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so many people aren't really around to Scarlet Witch. We don't really know. Yeah, Which like the, to, the, I guess. the statuses of so many characters. Um, yeah. And it's not like Peter or um, Happy really have like a direct line to like Wakanda and Black Panther and yeah. everyone. So, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, he's he's like the superhero yeah. in the, the MCU now. That's kind so of like he, he yeah. stands alone, right? It makes sense for what you're saying about like phase four starting yeah. out with like his his kind of character arc there and i wonder like now that i've been reading this the comics with you about the avengers and stuff and how mm-hmm. the issue that we started with uh for the series was like them restarting the avengers with like black panther as the lead and stuff it'll be yeah. interesting to see like not that they'll go with that necessarily but like that maybe they'll have to like reform like it seemed like still there was something probably there like yeah they'll they're the avengers are still there but like after endgame what were we left with? And now that we see this in this epilogue, it's like, oh, we weren't left with anything. Like, they're not connected yeah. anymore. So that'll yeah. be interesting to see them kind of connect again later on throughout the series. So this this really does. It's like a good stepping stone to the next phase. So mm-hmm. it's cool. Um, one of my wife's friends texted her today to ask me if I think there will be a new Avengers movie. In my head, 
I had like a 45 minute conversation <laughs> where I was just like, well, they could, but they're going to have to get some more movies out. We don't really don't even know what the, the next phase movies are. It was hinted that there might be a Black Widow movie. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to have Black Panther in there somewhere, but we got to get some new characters. Yeah. You know, I, we, it's rumored that Shang-Chi is going to be in there. Um, I doubt they're going to do anything with the Inhumans right now. They might just let that rest, um, hopefully. Um, and then, you know, they've got... Um, Guardians, when is that going to come out? Mm-hmm. You know, James Gunn is doing Suicide Squad. Also, we just got the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. So what are we doing with those? Also, the Netflix characters yeah. will eventually become available <laughs> in the next couple of years. And so, like, I'm piecing all this stuff together in my head. And I'm like, well, I guess we could have Spider-Man and Captain Marvel and Black Panther form a new Avengers team. Then they have to fill out those ranks again. And then, you know, we're going to have... Um, uh, foul cap come come in at oh, a certain yeah. point uh-huh. as well um and wandavision does vision come back in that maybe they'll team back up and they'll have like a a, a regathering of avengers but in like as i'm going through this in my yeah. head i'm just like <laughs> what am i doing and i just responded with not for a few years i, bet. <laughs> so. I imagine yeah like brandy was just staring at you for 45 minutes like mm-hmm. trying to get your attention yeah throwing popcorn like, at your face buffering yeah. buffering my eyes yeah, are, like, yeah, right. flittering back in my head <laughs> Um, For sure. So uh, I, I definitely want to talk more about MJ in this movie. Um, yeah. I thought she was so great. Like, I, I don't necessarily think that she was like the MJ I think of when I think mm-hmm. of the, the comics, but I really like what they're doing with her character in this. Um, the fact that she was like so confident, um, but kind of quiet and reserved just kind of hanging out on the the fringes in homecoming mm-hmm. is now more in the the forefront she's one of the like lead characters of this movie um and the fact that she pieces together that peter is spider-man which yeah. I, they, I guess they give away in one of the trailers i don't oh, know really? that i i saw it yeah hmm. where she like she guesses at it um and then and i guess peter tries to hide it or whatever um which seems like a weird thing to give away but i guess they yeah. gotta get people in there Whatever the case, um, I like that she guessed it herself because mm-hmm. she kind of like pieced things together, shows that she's smart. And then also, you know, at the end of that little like scene on the bridge there, um, after the, they find the hologram, um, Peter's like, okay, uh, I am Spider-Man. And she's like, wait, what? I was like yeah. 67% <laughs> yeah. sure. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> she was, so like, it was confirmed and she was still like freaked out. Like any person would be. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like if she's like, I'm, I think these lizard people exist and then they peel back their human yeah. skin. It's a lizard person. You're like, holy shit. Like I, I thought I, so, but like. I, I thought so. <laughs> yeah. But to see it before my very damn eyes. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I, uh. I thought that was cool. I like I like her character arc in this uh, a lot, um, mm-hmm. and I also loved how it started off with Peter and his plan to get with her, <laughs> and Ned is like, "No, we're supposed to be bachelors." And then that that all like messes up with the seats and stuff. Martin yeah. Starr is a gem. I love that dude so much um, mm-hmm. as the teacher in this. I think it was so funny, but he was like, "Perfume allergy? That's no joke. You sit here. You sit. We'll switch around and stuff." And like everything just goes against Peter's plan. It's so fucking funny. And then when they get off the plane and Ned's like, we're dating now. This is my girlfriend. Yeah. It's like, what? That was such a, a fun thing for them to do too. And then it's just like, they just have a relationship for the movie and then it ends. Like it was just, it's just all very perfect. I liked uh, those little, little details again. So funny. The speed at which Martin Starr gets out of his seat. Oh my God. About yeah. the perfume allergy. And like <laughs> I've had one of those before. We're getting you to the back of the plane. You come sit with me. Yeah. Like it was like a, <laughs> He was rolling out with like military precision yeah. you know, to the back of that plane. Um, yeah, that was that was really good. 
Um, yeah, and uh, Ned, you know, getting his his uh, his girlfriend and uh, and Betty, and them being mm-hmm. um, so again smitten with each other. Um, and <laughs> there's a, a a point where I chuckled where. Um, uh, Ned and, and, and Betty have been together for the duration of the movie up to a certain point. And then, uh, you know, after the, the whole class is redirected to um, like Prague or something Prague. like that, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, Ned steps over to the side and um, he's like, hey, you know, I'm sorry that I've uh, I haven't may not have been available to you. But Ned and Peter have been together like almost the whole time, like. But but in like Ned's point yeah. of view, like he's spending time. He's just like, look, I'm just trying to to make both parties happy, you know. Yeah, kind of spend time girl. here and there. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a good friend right there. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I was, yeah, I was I was afraid it was gonna like tear them apart, but that's not necessarily how it works. In it's real not life, their you know? relationship. Yeah, too. Yeah, no, to no, 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 good. No, yeah, no. I like yeah. that they kind of avoid those tropes while paying homage to other tropes from like the '80s and stuff uh, yeah. so well. Yeah, so they don't have to go there for all those. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I want to talk about, cause you mentioned that, uh, on the bridge, whenever she finds out that he's Spider-Man and she drops that projector thing, which is how they first start to realize that it's all fake. Um, I think that the, this movie was very, um, as, as Amanda and I were talking about it after the experience as well, after we saw it, I was like, this movie was just so inventive. Mm-hmm. I really liked the technology that they adapted from other movies. Like you were saying, Tony on stage. Mm-hmm. And then you see in the background, uh, when he was naming it Barf, that it's like obviously Tony doesn't create everything that we see. It just seems like that sort of because he'll just he's yeah. the one's always presenting it. But clearly, other people worked on it, and to see Jake Gyllenhaal in the background being all pissed off about that and stuff. But mm-hmm. it makes so much sense that it would be like that technology I, at the time when that movie meant something. It was like that that touching scene about his family and his parents, like right before his parents died, and then they just like go away from it. They don't talk about it really again. But I was like looking back now that clearly could be weaponized and it makes so much sense that it was. And then we have the, we know that they have cloaking technology from the hover carriers. And so they just Mm -hmm. put them on these little like drones and it's like, it all just like, it really makes sense that that could be like a next step. in this, in this MCU evolution of technology, that this is like possible. And it was very fascinating to me. I thought that was very inventive. Um, the whole kind of story of this reminds me of Iron Man three, where it's like the, you know, we think we have this like bad vil- badass villain, but really it's all like a ruse, you know? Yeah. And it's all kind of yeah. goofy and like Gorsh. their motivations are goofy and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, Gorsh again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, and like, you know, like, cause like Killian in Iron Man 3 is like uh, a really like on the nose sort of nerd. Uh, at the beginning when they see him in the elevator. Like, it doesn't doesn't look right. It just looks, like, funny. (laughs) Um, Right? Uh, Like, they're trying to make the the pretty girl, they put paint cover overalls on her, you know? That kind of look. Like, Guy Pierce was like, can I get some hillbilly teeth? Yeah, right. Oh, the teeth, man. That was, like, so silly. Uh, But the whole movie, like, I like Iron Man 3. Like, it works to me. Um, And it, like, threw, that one, especially when it happened, threw us for a loop because we didn't expect it. And this one just felt like, kind of like an homage to that following with the Iron Man mentoring Spider-Man thing. Like it felt like, like I was down for it at this point that I was like, yeah. And like, Mm -hmm. like he said, I love the, like the social commentary for real world right now too. Like people will believe anything. And it's very interesting that, that they would like kind of step in. Although I think it's like silly to think that like ex employees of Tony's would be like disgruntled enough to like do all this stuff. Um, I like that they, 
I like the overarching idea of it uh, and how they were able to pull it off. And then I like also that they pull in characters that you for, kind of forgot about, like the bald dude from Iron Man One, yeah, um, yeah. who is who's Ralphie. That's a that's a friend of John Favreau's. Um, okay, and so it's like from fun a Christmas to like, story. Yeah, from a Christmas story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like fun to bring like him back and everything. You know, it's like oh, I forgot about that guy. So yeah. it's like all that stuff again. Like he would know things, and he was disgruntled. Like it works. It's just kind of goofy. <clears throat> Gorsh. Uh, yeah. So let me. <laughs> I mean, let's just let's just crawl up in it. Let's talk about Mysterio. Go for okay. It. Yeah. So when the trailer, the the first trailer for this movie came out, and Jake Gyllenhaal as Quentin Beck, aka Mysterio, uh, he had mentioned that he's from an alternate reality mm. and people lost their shit. Yeah. Diaper cells through the roof. <laughs> Mops also through the yeah. roof. It was a disgusting time in, uh, <laughs> in early 2019. Um, but young Mr. Brent Hibbard mm. was not fooled. Oh yeah. Like I, I specifically avoided saying anything about that on this very podcast. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, first of all, this podcast was not good. Now That's true. it is good, and I will mention it. But um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything that was going to spoil it. Yeah. For you or any of our listeners, you know, um, I want people to go in there as fresh eyes as possible. But now here we are, post Far From Home, and I can tell you, I knew that Mysterio was full of shit. Yeah. I knew he's not from an alternate <laughs> reality. People had these crazy fan theories, like, okay, so this is where they leak into the Spider Verse, which I get it. Literally, a movie called Spider Into the Spider Verse came yeah. out months ago, not even a year ago, and people are like, "Okay, this is where all the realities connect." I'm like, "Nah, that's not gonna happen." Fan theories like, "Oh yeah," and then Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider Men are gonna show up at the end of this movie and help save the day. I'm like, what the? F- no, no, I would, I would not want that. They're not but, gonna do that. Yeah. Steven, can you, I mean, can you even imagine them, like, taking a, a character from a previous incarnation of a Spider-Man live-action film and putting it in this movie and, I don't know, maybe a mid-credit scene or something like that? That's, that's out of this world. That one works, we're, we're not gonna get. We're, we're not going to get to that yet. We're going to put that one off. So, but, like, just knowing the nature of Mysterio and him being a, um, in the comics and even the 90s cartoon, he was like a... Um, like a special effects artist. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he was a, just a classic Spider-Man villain. Okay. I, I knew there's going to be a twist. I knew he's going to try to pull something off to um, eventually show his cards and, and be seen as, as the villain he is, mm-hmm. um, at least by Peter. And that came true, but um, probably not to the public at large. That said, um, I really like what Jake Gyllenhaal did with this character. I thought he was uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't see the, um, Tony Stark connection, but it works so well. It mm-hmm. works so well with, um, you know, that, that type of technology and him being a, a villain based on illusions. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for years, um, fans of, of Spider-Man and, and, uh, that, that, that series, you know, the, the various Spider-Man series have wanted uh, Mysterio to be the, mm-hmm. the lead villain. And uh, it, you know, took, wow, how many, how many movies are we? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven standalone Spider-Man live action films before we got mm-hmm. Mysterio. Um, but it, it, it really 
works well and i'm sure uh jake gyllenhaal is a a reason for that happening Mm -hmm. but also i was like i was so curious as to whether or not you would like this because it's um like you see later on in the movie after it's revealed that he's you know just full of shit and like you said he's working with these other people that also worked for tony stark um and you know kind of crafting this new character mysterio Mm -hmm. um to be the the new hero for the MCU now that the Avengers are disbanded, like we mentioned before, and um, facing all these threats, and it's they're really just trying to use um, Mysterio as a um, uh, like a, a scapegoat of sorts uh, for all their technology and and all of the stuff, um, trying to I guess save the world their way mm-hmm. or trying to get some recognition their way. So Mysterio is really a combination of. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character, but also there's a guy who writes lines. There's a, a yeah. lady who will steam a cape. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> she, know, the yeah. special effects guy, all of this stuff. Um, but yeah, man, I, I was really, I, I really dug it. I was curious what you would think since mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal has like the, um, like the motion capture suit on at a certain funny. point. Yeah, and I, I wasn't sure if, I don't know. I, I just don't know how. I guess we've never really talked about how you would do with something where it's not really breaking the fourth wall, but um, I didn't know if maybe it'd be yeah. a little too on the nose for you or whatever. No, I thought it was great. I, so what I did know going into it, I don't know much about Mysterio, um, and I'm curious well, to mysterious. see. Mysterious. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm name. curious to see like mm-hmm. what has changed with him. And you said a few things, like uh, that he was like a special effects guy is like, interesting. I didn't know that. I thought mm-hmm. I didn't know what would be interesting or what would be different with this. I had heard that he's not to be trusted and that he like plays tricks on people and stuff or whatever, like not, not tricks, mm-hmm. but like you don't know really what he's up to and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know how that would come about and I didn't know if they would change it from like the comics or the cartoons and stuff in a different way. Kind of like the Mandarin again, like was so different from what people expected, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I didn't know what to expect with that, but I didn't trust him. Like I still was, I still think that they would. It would be the easiest way to bring in the X Men and the and Fantastic Four would be to have a multiverse. Um, I read right before this too. Uh, there was an article from Kevin Feige where he confirmed there is a multiverse that the uh, the great one was the, the from from Doctor Strange when she's like telling him the um, the ancient one the ancient one. Thank you. That she yeah. she mm-hmm. says it twice. She says multiverse as a word. And she mm-hmm. says that this is only one of, of like, millions of universes. So he, Kevin Feige was like, it does exist. He's just full of shit. Like, that's it. So mm-hmm. I, had, yeah. I had hoped that that was real because I thought that that would be a great branching off point for more Spider-Man to be involved in it, hopefully more like Miles Morales than, like, Tobey Maguire. Uh, yeah. But then also, like, that they could bring in other things. And so it's good to know that that's still open and that might be a thing. Um, but I was kind of like, – I was hoping – I, I was thinking, I guess, before that I would be disappointed if that was the lie. And when it actually played out, though, I was not disappointed at all. I thought it was all really fun. And I actually think that yeah. what you're saying about, like, the kind of like I get you, like, the, the fourth wall breaking almost with, like, just wearing a motion capture suit. I was like, that's just really funny to me that mm-hmm. a lot of them are walking around like that on set all the time. <laughs> know, and they yeah. do digitally paint over <laughs> stuff on them. So it's like it makes mm-hmm. sense that they, they could do that. But I, again, I think that it was very inventive in the use of technology in that world that they were like, we could do this live with these like projectors. Well, yeah. and if you have projectors, you need to hide them. And like, they were like, we have this technology through Tony Stark, through that company mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like, man, that makes total sense to me. So I, I dug it all. 
And I also was a huge fan of Iron Man 3, and when the Mandarin was revealed, I, I fucking loved it. I busted up laughing. Like, I was fine with all of that. Because mm-hmm. I don't have a... I'm not steeped in that lore for either of these characters, so I didn't really care. Um, I don't hide, hold them in, like, high regard. And I yeah. thought that Jake Gyllenhaal really elevated it with his performance. I think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. And I totally... As much as I knew to not trust him, I did totally believe him with Peter until that scene when it all, like, they like start digitally erasing and I was like, what is happening in this bar? And then they like, he just starts cracking up and I was like, Oh my God, I don't know what's happening. So I loved it. I thought it was a great reveal. And I thought, uh, the way it all played out later on, um, and there like that he, how it all worked out where he was like, uh, Peter trusted him and gave him the glasses and stuff and access to all of that. And then had to get it back. I thought it was a very good arc again for, for Peter. So, uh, I was down for all of it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad to, uh, to hear that. Cause I know it can be like, you know, that bait and switch type of thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's more of a case with the Mandarin than it was for yeah. Clinton Beck because I don't know. Like I asked my wife after we watched the movie, I was like, oh, so did, did you think Mysterio was going to be a bad guy? She's like, no, I didn't think that. But by the time they stopped that, the final like lava monster thing, I was like, wow, it, it just feels way too early in this movie mm. for it to yeah, be that's done. True. And she was like, I knew something was up. I didn't quite know exactly what it was. So, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm glad that, uh, it seems like people are, are reacting positively to, yeah, good to the, the, the Mysterio like reveal mm-hmm. and that, that character in general. Um, I think cause his character already yeah. is that way that a lot of people did mm-hmm. either know it like you or like heard about it like me enough mm-hmm. to be like, you don't trust him. We just yeah. don't know what it's going to be like the Mandarin. They really sold that shit. Especially that early on in the MCU, right? Like, we really believed he was, like, the yeah. fucking Mandarin. And that was, like, a big deal. Um, and it's, like, funny that they just, like, went a completely different way. And this one wasn't so much of a, a bait and switch, yeah. So, yeah. With that. Um, and then, uh, oh, man, what was I going to say? You know what? It was right there. Mm. It was right there. Yeah, it's gone now. Oh. Never to be heard from again. <laughs> Best podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like the podcast is good now, right? Yeah, don't worry about it. Can't let can't let shit like this happen. Um, I have something. Sure. So um, I I also liked. We are already kind of we're kind of jumping around for what happened, like uh, timeline wise and everything. But you know, Peter gives away the glasses. Mary Jane, MJ, you know, says like figures it out that he's Spider Man. They figure out the projector thing, and then. Peter gets with Happy again, and they they like design his new suit. Uh, the new suits were really fun in this. The, all the ones that he got to use, uh, I thought were a blast. Um, and uh, then you know it's, he he he's basically like I need to go and and find a, finish this fight. And I loved that the way that he has to do that is they have this cool. I, I love the effect um, that they kept faking him out with these projectors, and like he didn't know where he was, and he kept running into walls and stuff. I thought that was again very inventive. Um, but I love that essentially it breaks down to where he has to do the Luke in star Wars and trust the force, trust his, his Peter Tingle (laughs) to make it through this gauntlet, right. To get to the bad guy at the end and like, Mm -hmm. just trust it all. And I thought it was, that was a cool like throwback to that. Cause he's like a star Wars guy, like a nerd in the, in the movie, but also it's just like a cool, I, I just thought it was very, very fun to watch that you see the, the, you see like the hallway that he's in, it's like glass hallway. And then you see all the blackness come at him. And then as he like jumps from projector to projector and gets through it all, I just thought it was really fucking cool. 
um, mm-hmm. until he gets down, you know, towards the end and everything. And then still, there's like more to come where he thinks he's kind of won, and then Jake Gyllenhaal tries to shoot him and stuff from the side, and he catches that even. And it was just very cool to see him like use his senses uh, in that way. I've never seen anything like that quite with a Spider-Man property yet. So, so that was the thing that I. I lost track of when I was trying to uh, think of what I was going to say mm. is, is that exact thing was um, the way they use Mysterio's powers in this. Yes. Um, they just pulled it off so well. It is like disorienting yeah. in a way because you see all these different walls and like sometimes Mysterio will like change Peter's costume. Yeah, that was so like, cool. To, to different things. And then at a certain point we thought that Mysterio got shot by Nick Fury and then it turns out that too was an illusion. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, it was just... It, it was crazy how well mm-hmm. that um, the whole thing worked out. And yeah, like you said, at the very end where um, uh, Quentin Beck is, at, has a gun to, or he's Peter reaches out to like mm-hmm. grab something. We hear a bang and like, I didn't know what was happening then, but then it's revealed. And then I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. The way yeah. that worked. It was so, very cool. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. very inventive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I like the effects in this movie were top-notch, like they always mm-hmm. are, right, for an MCU movie. MCU yeah. movie. But uh, the way that they used them was so really, just very cool. Like, even talking mm-hmm. about it now, I'm just like, yeah, I really want to watch that again. Like, right. I've been thinking about putting on Homecoming <laughs> again, and I'm yeah. like, it just, I don't really want to watch that again, though. I've seen it a lot now. Um, it's great, <laughs> but I really just want to watch the new one. Right. And yeah. then it, it keeps showing up on my iTunes because people are pre-ordering it, so it's like at the top of the mm-hmm. list of the rentals. And I'm like, but I can't watch it. Yeah. That's, that's so annoying. It's a tease, uh, yeah. Yeah, or not oh, even yes. rentals. Yeah, the purchases and stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. so annoying. Um, but yeah, I think I, I just really had a great time with this one. I think that they really mm-hmm. stepped it up. <clears throat> As uh, I can't say for the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man 2, because I didn't watch that one, The Amazing Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2. But uh, Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire stepped it up, and that was like a better movie. I think this one is a better movie than Homecoming. I enjoyed this one more, personally. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I think I would... I like the first one a whole lot, and I, I watch it quite often, but this one, to me, just stepped everything up, and I think it was really, really intriguing, and I really want to watch it again over and over again. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you opposite? Do you like the first one better? You know, I, I'm honestly, I couldn't even tell you which one I like more. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's all, t- because it's, it's not just Homecoming and this, it's Civil War and, and Homecoming and then mm. Infinity War and Endgame, and, like, it's all, it's all, like, <laughs> it's all one Peter. You know? it's, all, it's all one journey. It's like a five. Is that our show title? Five. Yeah. It's, it's all, all one Peter. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, as, as we're going through just like listing things about this movie that we liked, um, mm-hmm. I like that Ned, you know, when they're over in, uh, in Europe um, to Betty, he's like, you know, trying to cover for his friend. He's just like, oh yeah, that's uh that's the night monkey. Yeah. Um, I heard it spreads. It seems like something that you could, could say yeah. about it's like, Oh yeah. Different costume has similar powers. Okay. So you have webbing. Sure. Sure. You know? Yeah. Sure. Uh, but he's the night monkey. I, I didn't good. get that at all until later on. Someone said something about a spider monkey and I was like, Oh yeah, well that, that's kind of fun. Yeah. But before that, it's like, it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> no, um, no. yeah, that was really a terrible good. name. Yeah. That's what I liked about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, there's a lot to like in this movie, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see where this goes, but uh, it is getting kind of late, and I know mm-hmm. my wife needs to get me off here, out of here soon, so if you don't mind, I would love to skip to the credit scenes now, because they okay, were sure. bombastic and crazy, and I don't know what's going to happen oh. now. So. Ooh, Sound yeah. good? Sure. All right, so 
mid credit scene. Mid-credits. I actually don't remember which one's which now. Um, I'm, uh, I'm reading it online. Well, at the the very end of the the movie proper, uh, Spider Man and Mary Jane back in New York, they swing off into the sunset. They swing over a building. Mid credit scene picks up with them landing, which I thought was weird that it just picked up immediately oh, yeah, after yeah. what we just saw. But uh, it was fun. I like that MJ doesn't like. Yeah, um, that would be like terrifying. Swing. She was like, "No, yeah, never again, I, never." I was hoping they they would make a joke about her shitting her pants. I figured they wouldn't, but I mm. wanted it for you because yeah, that's what would happen. Is there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that first swing, just poop, poop, yeah. poop as she's going along <laughs> New York. <laughs> she's like, I, "I don't want to get lost." Yeah, that's my way back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be terrifying though. Just like Lois yeah. Lane with Superman, like flying around and stuff, like not having mm-hmm. the actual power yourself. Just swinging along with someone sounds pretty pretty scary. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, sorry, I, I got a sidetrack there, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah. So does that bring your yeah, or does that jog your memory? So they land. Yeah, she's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then he's about to take off, and on the screen, uh, on the street in New York, J. Jonah Jameson shows up, and it's amazing. Our theater yeah. erupted to yeah. tears. Erupted. <laughs> That's awesome. Never experienced anything like that. Yeah. One of those. One of those voices. Me. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Was I so betcha. so excited. J.K. Simmons. Both ends. Reprising the role. I know what? it. The thing is, and I don't. I don't know what people have said about this. I don't connect this. It's not like I'm like again that there's like a, a connection to the Tobey Maguire universe. It's just like who else would play him? He's perfect. So they just recast him mm-hmm. in that same role. And I was so glad to see him again. Also, it's funny. To, it's like the Daily Bugle.net. So it may, <laughs> yeah. and, and the .net, just, it's just not a .com. So it just sounds almost like a, a you know, it's like the Daily Caller or the uh, uh, InfoWars, like you said. Like it made me f- feel like more of like in this age, like he was running like a, an alternative website. But uh, right. <laughs> I, I still think it's probably like the Daily Bugle. But it just yeah. like threw me off for a second. Like, that's a that's that's something to show you like don't believe this guy even if he's like in Times Square or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was was awesome. And then like like it can't get any better than that, you know. Mm. There's some footage in there of Mysterio where he's like, you know, I'm I'm the hero. I'm trying to stop Spider Man. He's trying to kill everyone. And there's some dialogue in the movie itself where. Peter is trying to uh, stop all the drones. Mm. And he's talking to Edith, who we, I don't think we've mentioned, but it's Tony Stark's yeah. new AI that's in his glasses. Edith, obviously an acronym for Even Dead, I'm the Hero. Yeah, that was which good. was great. Yeah, um, good line. And uh, Peter, uh, talking to Edith, she's like, do you want me to execute the commander or whatever? And Peter says, yes, execute them all. And then I was like, man, this seems like a, I know. a weird thing to say. That could be misconstrued. Yeah. Sure enough, <laughs> yeah. in, uh, in the footage, Mysterio was like, he's trying to kill us. And then you hear, you can see like Spider-Man standing near him, mm. but you don't see his, his like face or anything, but you hear that dialogue. And then Mysterio says, uh, and Spider-Man is really, and then it like kind of cuts out or whatever. And you're like, oh shit, that was close. Yeah. And then it comes back. He's like, it's Peter Parker. And then there's an image of Peter Parker. Like, it could have been any person named <laughs> Peter Parker. But then there's an actual like high school photo yeah. of Peter Parker, like the Peter Parker. And uh, it's just like, holy shit, that sucks. And then uh, Peter, just like in, in Homecoming, ends with uh, May uh, getting ready to scream, what the fuck? Peter, 
yeah, Peter is Spider-Man sitting up on the light post. He's like, what the f... And then it cuts. Yeah. And it cuts. I know he said it. <laughs> There's so many things in that little scene that, like, it's like, what? And then what? And what? Like, J. Jonah Jameson shows up. Then that video shows up. And it's like, oh, that's bad. And then he, like, he's revealed. So, like, this is going to change so much. Show yeah. much. Uh, yeah. Coming up. So, yeah. That was uh, that was quite a, a mid credit scene. Sets up a mm-hmm. lot. Again, like you said, like we don't really know where they're going with this, mm-hmm. uh, the whole MCU at this point, but definitely mm-hmm. with Spider-Man. So, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see where that goes. Um, and then yeah. we had the uh, the final credit scene, which yeah, uh, but, really threw me, actually. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so there, there's so much stuff in that mid credit scene that I'm mm-hmm. just like, if I'm sitting through all the way to the very end of this movie, there's got to be some crazy big thing. Yeah. And I, I guess it's debatable. But like for me, that mid credit scene is what like it's, yeah. really got me. Sure. Um, this this last one reveals like the the post credit scene reveals that the Nick Fury and Maria Hill that we see throughout this movie are actually scrolls. They're uh, was it Talos and his wife from Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Soren. Yeah. And um, yeah, so they were they were scrolls the the whole film. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we see Nick Fury relaxing on a beach hologram um somewhere in space cool. on some space station with uh other scrolls and everything um and i thought as i was watching the movie i i swear i thought man this seems seems somewhat out of character for fury mm. like where he's like bitch please you've been to outer space great line mm-hmm. i love that sam jackson got to say it but i was like it doesn't seem like something mm. nick fury would say but i was just like eh, going with it you know it's a it's yeah. a funner franchise the spider-man one yeah um and then uh, uh there's the, the fact that he didn't pick up on um like he bought mysterio's plan the whole time mm-hmm. i was just like man that seems seems a little bit odd seems a little, like they got the character a little bit off i feel like i'm i mean that's one reason i'm intrigued to rewatch this again to kind mm-hmm. of know that now and then you know watch it again with that in mind but also um i feel like again i feel like it was very inventive the way they wrote this film because they probably were going through it. They're like, all right, well, if Nick Fury is going to be the one to bring him into this, like, why would he just believe Mysterio the whole time and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it, this makes sense. Like, it works to yeah. be like, it was never Nick Fury. And even, like, mm-hmm. Talos in that scene is like, well, I just, I didn't know. Like, I thought I just believed him, but, like, whatever. Like, yeah. he's not used to that same, like, uh, level of not, <laughs> I don't know, like, whatever Nick Fury has that, like, he doesn't trust anybody, you know? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's like, it makes sense that way. So it's like, it mm-hmm. played out well. I just, I felt like a little like, oh, but I love Nick Fury so much. Like I, I just wanted it to be Nick Fury yeah. that I just watched. And then I didn't. So I think like now that I know it'll be fine, but it kind of mm-hmm. threw me. And I think part of it is because I just really don't like the, the look of the scrolls. Like that was such a close up scene. And they're, his entire, like from like the nose to the top lip just doesn't move. And it just yeah. throws me off. Like it just looks like makeup to me. And they're the only ones that I really am like, I just don't really care for. Like that was part of the reason I didn't like Captain Marvel and stuff mm-hmm. um, is their, their effect doesn't really sell it to me that mm-hmm. well. So, uh, so that was kind of like whatever, but I am, I am excited to see, like they keep teasing phase four will be more cosmic. Clearly Nick Fury is in space now leading the mm-hmm. spaceship. So I don't know what that means, but they're, they're clearly going for it, which is cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it still blows me away that you don't like the uh, the scrolls because um, I love them. I don't. Like, we, I don't we, get it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why we you, have a disconnect. Yeah, 
You and hamburgers and scrolls, let me tell you. <laughs> they don't taste good. <laughs> Maybe you put a little uh, ketchup. Oh, wait, no, you don't no, want ketchup either. See, oh, exactly. Okay. All right, well, you know what? Yeah, well, you make, know. Your own, make your own scroll. I just, the, the look of them, just I just don't get it. I don't, like, they, they look fine until they talk. And then mm-hmm. it looks like a mask to me. Oh. And uh, so I just don't, yeah. Stephen Fisher says, hashtag silence the scrolls. Ba- basically, I'm, I'm on the side of Thanos. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Bring back Thanos. <laughs> now, there's some dialogue throughout the movie um, if, uh, that I, I picked up on where, um, in, in particular, there's a scene where um, Fury and it's like towards the, the latter half of the movie mm-hmm. where Fury and Maria Hill are, are walking. And then Fury says something like, yeah, do, can you believe that it was a Kree sleeper cell the whole time or something like that? And I was like, wow, they're, they're really just like going like. I don't know, it just seemed like a weird mm-hmm. kind of throwaway line or whatever. Um, but then, you know, taking all of that into context yeah. and then being scrolls, you could see why they would be concerned about it. Also, um, at the end of the, the movie itself, when they're coming back on the airport, um, like Flash throughout the movie is talking about um, he's got his Flash mob and his followers mm-hmm. and everything. And at a certain point, he asks if his mom and dad are going to pick him up at the airport. But then at the very end, like the last time we see Flash, um, we see him oh. walking up to his butler and he's like, so mother couldn't make it. And the, 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 or I guess the driver is like, no, and it seems like something they could have easily just clipped out of the movie, mm. but they left it in there for some reason. And I don't know why. Um, I don't know if it's, I don't know. It, it, it got an audible from Amanda and I, uh, it got an audible like, Oh, like we were supposed to feel bad oh. for him, but I don't know why. Yeah. Like why it was put in there and stuff. It just felt like, uh, and a little epilogue to his storyline that it's like, of course, it's why he bullies. Like, his parents yeah. don't pay attention to him. Okay. Nothing. That's so all I got just, from it, though. All right. Now just take it at face yeah. value. And just like everything that's left open-ended like that mm-hmm. just seems like such a... Uh, it's like it's leading to something or whatever. Yeah, right. But I'll just take it at face value, like yeah. you said. Um, Maybe his mom is Green Goblin. I don't know how this all works. I haven't read I comics. mean, probably. Probably, though. Probably. We I, do, <laughs> I do love the... Uh, the scene when he was like, after Mysterio was like on TV and stuff, and he's like, he just kept being like, well, he's no Spider-Man. He's no Spider-Man. <laughs> and he finally was like, I lo- I just really look up to him. What's up, dick breath? Or whatever, like, <laughs> whatever Peter walks in. <laughs> I love the, that he loves Spider-Man so much and Peter can't tell him. So fucking funny. Mm-hmm. That's directly from the comics, yeah. yeah. Flash Thompson hates Peter, loves Spider-Man. Oh, awesome, yeah. They, they really they sell that. that. Yeah, yeah. With this. It's good. All right, Stephen, I've got two final notes on Spider-Man, and I will try to make them as quick as possible. First of all, I was thrilled to watch this movie and have it confirmed that both the Power Rangers and Voltron exist within the the MCU. All these television shows, (laughs) but they were acknowledged, so I like that. I, when that came on, I got excited for you. I just forgot Thank about you. it. Yeah. Thank you. It, it's kind of like when uh, in the first Guardians movie where it was a, it acknowledged and confirmed that the Ninja Turtles are a property in the MCU. Yep. So it's it's all coming together for me. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and and the, the, the final thing, and this is what I was talking about when I mentioned that uh, it, it's a somewhat of a, a spoiler for um, mm. the, the kids that were sitting next to me, oh, the, yeah. the young gentleman. Um, in the scene where... Peter's on the plane with Happy and they're talking about like designing a new costume and like, you know, getting a plan together. Peter's going through designing a suit and Happy's like, I'll put on some tunes for you. Turns on ACDC's Aww. back in black. Peter goes, oh, yeah, I love Led Zeppelin. Got a 
uproarious laughter from the audience because uh, we all know it's, a, it's one of the most famous like classic rock songs right yeah acdc back in black we got it after the movie's over and we're in like the the stylized credits the kid sitting next to me is like oh man I love that they played that Led Zeppelin song. It's just so good. <laughs> be just That's like, so oh, you, funny. You didn't get it at all, did no, you? No, right. Just didn't, like, just didn't hear us did all laugh? Understand. Yeah, didn't yeah. get the context? Yeah, not. That's so yeah. funny. Uh, that was a oh, great yeah, scene, though, when he put that mm-hmm. music on. It was, I mean, he said it, too, and you know it was, like, coming. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is so good. I really like – I'm glad you said it. I didn't think about this, but I, I like that they didn't – do more with Tony, like more dialogue, more scenes, like flashbacks and stuff. Man, mm-hmm. it really did not need that. Um, the way that they just show him around and they talk about him is really yeah. all you need. I think they really did that so well. And I hadn't even realized it until you mentioned it. There was that one Mysterio illusion where Iron Man, not Tony yeah. Stark, but Iron Man crawls out of good. the grave. Yeah. And I was, I was like, don't you do it. <laughs> don't you do it. Don't you take off that master reveal and decompose Tony Stark. Don't do it. And mm-hmm. they didn't. Thankfully, they did like a full like skeleton looking thing underneath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which worked. Yeah, because they yeah. didn't show his face. I dug it. Yeah, right. I thought that was good. Right. Yeah. And I thought it was, just, it was creepy to see him crawling out of the yeah. grave like that for 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 oh, Peter's wow. character, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm glad that they they handled it that way. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. But uh, awesome. Yeah. Love me some Led Zeppelin. All right. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, final thing. That newest black and red Spider-Man suit is fucking on point. Love it. Love it. I'm a big fan mm. of the classic Spider-Man costume from the comics. It's the perfect costume as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But I like these adjustments they're they're making. And uh, it's a nod back to the uh, original black and red of the very first appearance of Spider-Man. So I like that quite a bit. So that's all I'll say on this one for brevity's awesome. sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do like all the different suits they've had throughout this series in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been really yeah. fun to watch. And they don't make a... A huge deal of it out of it always they just kind of introduced some of them and then uh, this mm-hmm. one this movie in particular that was really fun how they how he got them and how he made them and all yeah. that kind of stuff I thought it was a lot of fun so uh, and him yeah. kind of doing his own thing was, was neat so with it yeah um, all right well I think uh, we both safe to say we both like this movie and uh, would, would recommend yeah. it right mm-hmm. um, yeah. so yeah I, uh, I can't wait to see it again I won't go in theaters but I can't wait for it to come out on video so that I can watch it my heart's content mm-hmm. and dissect this oh, thing because can't wait fun. till it comes out on vhs oh, be so it's gonna good. be so good i just i have to pause it at a good point where the lines don't i can like see the faces still and the little squiggly uh-huh. lines aren't in the way but like we'll get some screenshots out there to be really good hell yeah it's gonna be awesome be kind to rewind you know thank you um mm-hmm. so please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app uh, you can contact us by email through let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com or Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. You can follow me on letterboxd and Twitter at Stephen Fisher 22 and Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. That was one breath. Brent back to you. <sighs> you breathe. You read it out for me. That was, that was, thank you. I tuned out. Uh, I tuned out. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Um, so for next week's episode, because again, we're back and we're great. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, maybe not great, but good. Yeah. The podcast is good now. If there's one thing you can take away from this, make it two things. Spider-Man is a good movie. You should go see it. Also, the podcast is good now. So next week, we're going to talk about a movie. And by movie, I don't mean movie. I mean TV show. And by TV show, I don't mean an actual TV show. I mean streaming content on Netflix. We're talking about Stranger Things Season 
3. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of it? Surely you have. It's new. It, Only the cool yeah, kids know right. about it. <laughs> yeah. That's what... Yeah. We're good now. Of course we've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Kidding yeah, me? we're there. I, you know what? I got notified on Amazon Prime about Stranger Things coming out on Netflix. Are you kidding me? <laughs> wow. That's how cool this shit is. <laughs> Super cool. They said well, we were going to email you on Hulu, but we just want to cut out the middleman. <laughs> <laughs> Go directly to you. I was like, thanks. Thanks, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> well, that's. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about this. I'm in the middle of the season right now, so mm-hmm. I will have finished it by the time we talk about it. And uh, yeah. so far, so good, though. So really looking mm-hmm. forward to that one. It's only eight episodes. Not bad. As it should be. Yeah. As it should be. Thank you, Prince. Netflix. Thank you, Stranger Things. Thank you, Duffer Brothers. <laughs> Thank you, Academy. Uh, oh my gosh, Wait, you won an award. I didn't. I mean, like, I'm sure we're gonna win an award for nah, this. 101 episodes. Yeah. One one good episode. Come on. We got it. Bound to. Well, yep. really looking forward to that, and uh, love Spider Man. Uh, can't wait to see it again. Everybody go see it. And until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Oh, I found one more hot dog ingredient. Moth nards. (laughs) Moths have nards? And I feel like the only possible option for sync words this go-round, given the topic at hand, is none other than Peter Tingle. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Good one. Okay. All right, so Peter Tingle on three. One, two, three. Peter Peter Tingle. Tingle. (laughs) Brent really went for it. Yeah. You got tingled. Oh, God. I threw my shoulders out. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm like a hunchback. Back to me, everybody. And like... Mm. Yes. S-A. U-S-A. She's doing it. She's getting a chant going. Yeah. Hey, I'll close that window if I have to. Hey, hey, Savannah, you're not on the show. We talked about this. She's just growling now. Yeah. Wow. Well, she heard the she heard the podcast is good now. You know, she wants to. Yeah, right. She's like, I'll be on it now. She's ready for a change of pace. Hey, come on. Uh, Definitely intrigued to see where that goes. Was that? Yeah. Was that Amanda? Truck backing up. Yep. Is that Amanda? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was Amanda's cameo. <laughs> <laughs>